Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible things the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Welcome into the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I love that song. It kind of I every know. time I hear it, it kind of makes me just want to <laughs> bounce of, in yeah. my in my seat. And uh, anyways, welcome into the podcast. We're having a lot of fun. We are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and uh, help you through those moments that aren't quite so joyful. I'm your host, Dr. Jim Sears, along with my sister, certified health coach Hayden Sears. How you doing, Hayden? Good. Hi, everyone. All right. Along with sound man Matt, our brother, little brother. Hey, hey. Brother number six, right? Child number four. Child number oh, yeah, six. Right, right. right. Yeah, brother number, brother four. number four. four. Child number six. You have a four-year-old. Hayden has three kids. I've got three kids. And um, we actually have a special guest today. Yes, we um, do. It is another Sears sibling. Um, there's going to be four of us. We're trying something Child brand number new. 23. Right. <laughs> <laughs> trying something brand new on the podcast. This is Aaron Sears. Child number... Five, <laughs> your yep. little sister. My little sister. Welcome into the show, Aaron. Can you hear us? Are you there? Hey, guys. All so happy right. to be here. Yay. Too bad you can't be in studio with us. You are up in the Bay Area, right? Yep. San Jose. San Jose. <laughs> and Aaron is in a special time of, of her life, right? You are expecting mm-hmm. your first child. This will be yeah. yes. Just congratulations. This will be uh, grandchild number fifteen. Is it really? I think it's fifteen. 15. Wow, yeah. you guys had that 15. number right. I would have had to sit there and count. I got to count and do that for my my own kids. But but um, inter- yeah. So Erin is um is more than just a, a pregnant sister. She's actually a certified health coach as well. A certified yoga teacher. You, there's a lot of things you are. You're a an author. Um, a certified, mm-hmm. you're a music teacher. Um, what, yeah. else, what else she, are you? She's fantastic. Erin she, is amazing. She has her master's degree in music and mm-hmm. is just an amazing singer and teacher. And then she has this amazing skill and beautiful way of helping people with their health and nutrition and fitness. She's a personal uh, fitness trainer, yoga instructor. She's my favorite yoga instructor. Like when she ever comes to visit, I just love doing even a one-on-one class with her. She's fantastic. Cool, cool. Also, so, Zumba. Thanks, You're Zumba. Zumba. Zumba teacher, right? <laughs> certified yeah, Zumba. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about making it fun. Cool, yes. cool. Well, hey, Z- I've done Zumba. I, we did a couple Zumba um, uh, episodes on the doctors, <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. I want to see Jim do Zumba now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to do that. So um, so welcome in, Aaron. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, for you listeners out there, you can find us on Instagram, uh, Dr. Sears Family Podcast, as well as Facebook. Uh, like our pages, follow us, send us comments and questions. Also, you can find us on the interwebs at askdrsears.com slash podcast. If you're listening, that means you probably like the show, so please tell your friends about it. That's how podcasts get popular and and uh, and keeps us going. So if you if you like it, share it and uh, tell your friends. And uh, if a lot of a lot of my friends or or uh, my 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 parents, mm-hmm. I had to actually take their phone from them. <laughs> uh, down, d- download show, the podcast. Find app. the podcast app. It's part of every at least iPhones. Yeah, and then just boom, subscribe for them. And now now Dad listens. And uh, hey Dad, hey Doctorville. Um, <laughs> so uh, share it. So anyways, that would be awesome. So before we uh, get going, I know I understand. Uh, Aaron has a hard out, right? Uh, yeah. That that's a technical term for you have a deadline. So we can <laughs> we only have about an hour. So. 
we'll get to this. Yes. But, but before <laughs> that, <laughs> before that, it is time for comments with Hayden. All right. Do you have any comments? I got a couple. There's okay. one thing about our comments. What we have, uh, I mean, I've got my own Facebooks and Instagrams, mm-hmm. and you've got yours, and then we've got the podcast, the the Doctor Your Family podcast one, and we get comments on each of them. Yeah. Right. So the night before last night, I, I'm trying to like, I know I've got a bunch of comments, and I gotta know where were they? Were they on my own Facebook or not? But got a couple of them from the Doctor Sears Family podcast. Um, uh, Instagram. Uh, one is from Rag Hamat. He just said, "Hello, Doctor Jim." Oh, that's very that's nice. Okay. That's very good. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then another one. This one, um, I don't remember where this came from. Um, it was from a dad, um, uh, dad named Nate V. He uh, he just said, "Can't wait to hear the podcast." And he says his son Ryder. Uh, Ryder needs a better discipline plan, I think. Huh. <laughs> that, and uh, I know it sound like a question. Yeah, right. Other than he's asking himself. Maybe. Right, right, right. And I know based on Nate's profile picture, he uh, Ryder is about two, two and a half, three, and mom is expecting some a new one. Ooh, so there's a fun. new baby on the way for Nate V. Congratulations out there, Nate and Ryder. And uh, hey, yeah. Well, should we give him a better discipline? Yeah, just keep. We talk about a lot of discipline. Yeah, on keep this, listening. On the, uh, we'll, podcast, we'll, we'll so. get we'll get we'll get there. But um, sending out sending out good vibes to you and your growing family, Nate. Thanks for commenting. So hey, this is a good one for uh, at least Nate's wife mm-hmm. to um, to listen to because talking a lot about pregnancy yeah. today. So um, so that was comments with Hayden. Good job with those comments, Hayden. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> a lot of work for that yeah, one. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, um, all right, let's do a let's do a quick fa- uh, fave food swap, and then okay. we'll get into what uh, Aaron wants to talk about. Now, um, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't prep Aaron on this one, but this is a segment on the show where we just do something really simple, a, a little food. Everybody knows what's, knows what a food swap mm-hmm. is, but this one, I don't. Is it even on your sheet? It is something about okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I do a lot of traveling, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a road trip. You know, I like to fly where I got to go, but sometimes it requires a a car ride. Um, Like like this in two weeks, I'm going to, I'm giving it a talk in Phoenix and Tucson, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's very difficult to fly between Phoenix and Tucson. Mm -hmm. So if I want to fly straight to Tucson, I got to go through like Salt Lake City and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, too late for that, but I'm (laughs) flying to Phoenix and then going to rent a car drive two hours to Tucson, do my talk, and then drive back to Phoenix for my talk that night, and then fly home, oh. all right? So, so it's a, so it's I'm gonna a be road like, trip kind of. A little, you know, fly trip, yeah. road trip, but I'm going to um, be in the car for two hours. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you're, you you get the munchies, and you want to pass the time, and you stop, you stop for gas, you go into the convenience store, and you see, what, the corn nuts? And the toffee peanuts. The toffee That's peanuts. my devil, the toffee peanuts. You know, and just because I think sometimes during, uh, you know, driving, you just want something to munch on, mm-hmm. right? And uh, if you, I've gone through entire bags of corn nuts and, uh, you know, <laughs> either M&Ms, sock, chocolate, some sort uh-huh. of chocolate-covered nuts, and, uh, and that, that can add up. Mm-hmm. It can really add up. So what I actually started doing, I would uh, find a Trader Joe's. Uh, or a grocery store, but Trader Joe's I like because you can buy a bunch of celery that's already washed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get just literally a whole bag of celery. Mm-hmm. I just sit it in the uh, in the passenger seat next to me, and I just start munching. Yeah, and 
you know, and we know a whole bunch of celery is way better than a <laughs> whole bag of corn nuts and or M and M's or nuts or even nuts. You know, yeah. I mean, they tend to be salty and stuff. So I like that because it keeps your mouth busy, keeps your hands yep. busy. It's mm-hmm. nice and crunchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps I you a little hydrated. Yeah. I like hey. that. And as if you follow, if anybody that follows the uh, nutritional advice on. Instagram or the other social networks. Celery is the hot thing right now, the yeah, celery juice. It's and so uh, in right now. So, Sweet. Anyway, so that's my favorite road, tr- road trip food swap is a bunch of celery. And you're, you're, <laughs> wait, you're not supposed to drench it in ranch and stuff? Nope. Okay. Nope. Oh, <laughs> well, for one thing, if you're going to try to do that while you're <laughs> that's driving, yeah, that's going to be <laughs> really, ranch really, really, ranch really, really messy. Ranch dressing smells. You don't want to spill that stuff. So... Uh, so I've been doing that, and uh, you know, for one thing, it uh, it you know you arrive at your destination feeling much better instead of all bloated yeah, and yucky. This is true. So, with lots of celery in your teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, speaking of nutritional advice, um, there's a video that's been going around. I actually want to okay. show you guys. It's a, it's a, a funny or die video, and it's actually I haven't shown it to you guys. So, oh. so I'm gonna. <laughs> okay. So you guys are gonna watch it, see it cold here. Um, but we're going to watch it and comment, hopefully, and we'll kind of tell you guys what's going on at home. But mainly it's, it's, um, it pokes fun at uh, how nutritional advice changes over the years, okay. all right? So um, we'll, I'll kind of, since for those of you that are just listening, I'll try to narrate what is uh, okay. what we're seeing, all right? Okay, here we go. Time Travel Dietitian. It's an old kitchen, 1979, lime green. Looks like the uh, wife has cooked steak, eggs, and toast. Dad comes out of the bathroom, slaps his wife on You're the terrible. Slaps his wife on the behind, sits down to uh, to eat. Oh, there's a flash from the bathroom. Wait. Stop! Don't eat that food. Who are you? What are you doing in our house? I'm from the future. I'm here to warn you: don't eat that food. Why not? The eggs. They're full of cholesterol. What? Cholesterol. It it clogs up your arteries. Eating even just one egg can dramatically increase your chance of heart attack. Don't eat eggs. Oh my god. Thank you. You're welcome. Godspeed. (laughs) (laughs) So the guy's going back to the bathroom as a flash as he goes back to the future. Should make a movie like that. Well, I guess I better take those eggs. That's with the husband. Oh, wait! He's back. Stop! You're back! Yeah. We were wrong about the eggs. <laughs> How? Well, it turns out there's two types of cholesterol. There's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, and eggs actually have both. So you can eat eggs, but just don't eat the egg yolks. So t- stick with the egg whites. Thank. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Godspeed! I love the husband. He's just like, when, when am I going to get my breakfast? So mom's throwing out the eggs. Is that he, he does not look happy. Right. He's back. We were wrong about the eggs. Again? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it turns out that the amount of cholesterol in a food doesn't actually affect how much cholesterol ends up in your blood. The eggs are probably fine. In fact, we sort of don't even know what cholesterol is. But the steak! You can't eat the steak! Why not? Turns out that red meat increases your chance of heart attack. You have to cut out red meat. So no steak! Thank you. Godspeed. <laughs> so. Well, no, no steak, mister. What? He's like, wait! He's back. He's back. We were wrong about the steak! It's the toast. <laughs> the toast. 
Man was not meant to eat bread. What do you mean man was not meant to eat bread? Well, if you think about it, human beings should really only be eating what our Paleolithic ancestors ate. So, therefore, no bread, no toast. How do you know what our Paleolithic ancestors ate? Well, we, we just have to guess, right? I mean, we don't have any way of knowing. <laughs> he's a time traveler. He's like, so he's out of here. He's going back to the, ba- the time travel bathroom flash. He starts eating the toast. Nothing. He's eating the toast. <sighs> he's back. Okay. He's all clawed up. Went back to the Paleolithic. They are not doing well. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. If anything, we should all be eating a lot more bread. Jeez. So I guess just um, ignore everything I've said and exercise. Exercise, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys could probably use it. You've been just sitting here for the last 35 years. It's been five minutes. <laughs> right. Time travel. All right, well, Godspeed! (laughs) Turns out it's genetic. (laughs) Doesn't matter whether you exercise or what you eat. I'm sorry I ruined your meal. (laughs) I need 10 minutes. Uh, The dad goes back in the bathroom. That's pretty good. I like Do it. I love some. All right. Can you post that to our? Okay. Our yeah. I'll post a link. Post a link to that yeah. on, on our, our Instagram. Instagram pages, which are uh, Doctor Sears Family Podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. All right. So you're gonna pull down that level on that. Uh, so I, just in case I play another video on mistake. All right, Matt. All right, Aaron. Let's get to. Um, so Aaron is joining us. To um, no, okay. Let's talk about the video a little. Bit. <laughs> a little bit. It is kind of funny that really you know, uh, you know, we've been giving nutritional advice for myself over twenty years now, mm-hmm. and yeah, things change, science catch up, catches up to what we think and, and what we know, and uh, it's kind of funny to to look at what advice is now versus what it was back then, and um, but. I always go back to what, what's what's natural, yeah. you know, maybe not follow the latest complete fads, you know, with mm-hmm. juicing just, just one vegetable and just relying on that for your nutrition as opposed to lots of fruits and veggies and good old sunshine and good old exercise. And mm-hmm. uh, so you, know, you can never really beat Mother Nature you really to, to know what's best they, for you. Yeah, for sure. So, and speaking of Mother Nature and exercise, Aaron, uh, as you've uh, let's talk about your book a little bit first, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's called T Five. You uh, you're the co-author with uh, our father, Doctor William mm-hmm. Sears, right? And tell yeah, us about the Dr. book, Doctor Sears T Five Wellness Plan. And tell us about that book uh, really briefly. Well, it's a whole approach to wellness. So I'm getting a little echo. On my end, I'm not sure what to do okay. about that. It sounds okay yeah. here. Sounds but we'll work sounds on fine it. here, right, Matt? So, just if you can roll with it. Uh... Okay, I'll, I'll I'll enjoy listening to my my own voice. <laughs> oh, it's we're, we're good now. Sorry, sorry for that. Um, no, okay, good. Okay, Matt so... fixed it. All right, man, he's good. So good. Yeah. You are good. When, when, when we asked Matt, when we started the podcast, <laughs> by the way, I started working on this literally a year yeah. ago uh, with all the technical stuff. I'm hey, you know, I need a sound man. Hey, Matt, do you know anything about – I know you, you're a musician, and I was like, do you know anything about running a soundboard? And you're like, 
I guess I could look at it. I could figure <laughs> it. Boom. He, yeah, he does. He's, He's a fantastic. pro. It's fun. Anyway, <laughs> figuring so, out as I go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the T5 yeah. book, uh, it's been doing well, right? Yeah, it's really been exciting to, um, you know, be a part of to be a part of that and learn from Dad, who's you know written over forty five books now or something like that, and you know just to share my story. I've I've had quite a health journey myself, and all the struggles and all the challenges are all worth it to know that I, you know, I'm helping and inspiring other people, and um, I think it's different than other diet books because we really look at a very balanced, very comprehensive plan. You know, it's called the Dr. Sears T5 Wellness Plan, five changes in five weeks, you know, total mind and body makeover, you know, focusing on just one little change a week. Um, you know, we talk about things from, you know, what to eat, how to eat, um, what the best movements are for, mm-hmm. for your body and all the best kind, kind of movements, categories of movements from anywhere from things you can do you know, right now when you're maybe sitting in your car at your desk listening to this podcast, um, you know, to ways to save time while working out. I know so many people who struggle with a workout plan and they just don't have time, right? So yeah, how to exactly. fit it into your you know, busy lifestyle. And also to look at the health from the inside out, which is really one of my big platforms. We'll talk about that some mm. more in a bit. Cool. But looking at um, how how you can start, you know, to look at the stress and look at the patterns that have maybe gotten you to un- unhealthy places. And then the fifth thing is to, you know, build your healthy living tribe and to share your plan with others. Good deal. Now, I, one thing I, about this book that I love, by the way, I'm getting a call. I've just got a new phone, and instead of just some random number I don't remember, I don't recognize. This call says it's coming from potential spam. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, although. But, but how does it know? <laughs> Anyways, okay, sorry about, sorry about the distraction. Um, <laughs> back to the T5 book. We've been using the book a lot in the office, mm-hmm. you know, because I'll do um, a, a nutritional consultation on a patient or something or trying to help a, one of my patients get get fitter and healthier. And you know, I don't have all day to, to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it takes a long time to actually mm-hmm. coach somebody into a healthier lifestyle. So I'll I'll do my half an hour consultation with them and we'll go over their labs and and kind of get their basics but then I but then I pull out the T5 book and and I say okay I want you to go home now with the mm-hmm. Dr. Sears wellness program and and uh, and it's been a huge uh, just a huge help to so a lot of my patients and and knowing that they're getting some really 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 good easily followable advice mm-hmm. uh, that can transform their Life yeah. in fi- oh, with just five that. simple changes. So that's great. So thank you, Erin, cool. uh, for helping contribute and and uh, and to that book. So, but you're going to talk about tips for as a as an exercise uh, uh, fanatic yourself. You're going to talk about tips for starting and staying on a movement plan. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. You know, everyone's kind of or- always looking for you know ways to improve themselves and kind of the next hottest thing. Let's just talk about some basic things. I mentioned just a second ago, you know, approaching health from the inside out. And I really feel like that's where, that's where I had to start personally. And that's where, you know, a lot of my clients that have lasting success, that's where they have to start. Um, Because if you really, really like dig deep and find like a bigger motivation than just what the scale says, those are ways, you know, to, to not only start strong, but to stay 
you know, to stay on the plan. We want this to be, we don't want it to have an expiration date, right? We don't want to start a diet or a, or a workout plan that, you know, you're going to be able to stick with for a few weeks and then not. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That just leads to more stress and more shame. And, oh, my goodness, not fun. Yeah, you don't want to be looking forward to the end of this dreaded diet or this dreaded yeah. plan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right, because what happens, we all know, I've been there, I was there for 10 years, the yo-yo effect that usually ends up being worse off than where you started at the mm -hmm. beginning. And mm -hmm. that's, exactly. that's not fun. So what can we do differently? So looking at health from the inside out, looking at the mindset, you know, a, a reshaping, um, you know, workout as a form of like punishment, right? Oh man, I'm, I'm so, you know, overweight or I ate this meal last night. Let me go work it off at the gym. Let's try to reshape that to things like, you know, I deserve to, to be healthy and happy. I want to honor my body as it is today. And I want to use movement as a form of appreciation, not punishment. You know, really being devoted and, you know, just coming from that place of compassion. Cool, yeah. I kind of did that in the gym this morning when I was doing my tricep workout. I said, I looked over at my wife, Jessica. Hey, Jessica, you want to appreciate my, my <laughs> triceps right here? Look at that. Look at that. was right there, huh? I mean, our body is so smart, Dr. Jim. I mean, it knows, right? The thoughts, our thoughts really affect stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, like just this morning, let me use a little example of this morning. So I, I woke up and, um, you know, we went out to eat a couple times over the weekend and, you know, 37 plus weeks pregnant here. And, <laughs> you know, so lots of compassion around my body right now for sure. Um, but I, I had this urge to need to go to the gym for like an hour. And I stopped and I said, okay, that's, that's not going to serve me. That's going to make me a little bit more stressed out, a little more tired. That's more than is, uh, that's more than I need right now. That's going to be too much. So, but I also was, you know, kind of tired and a little, you know, a little stressed and, you know, my mind started racing with the to-do list for the day. So I said, okay, what can I do that's balanced and that's going to um, leave me feeling really good and ch charged and de-stressed? Um, and so I, I just did a 20 minute walk outside with my dog. So I got the benefits of being outside in the sun and the fresh air, um, turning off my mind for a while and having a nice brisk, brisk walk, which felt amazing at the end of it. You know? I, I love that idea. And you know what it is? It's so old fashioned. <laughs> You know, it's, no phone, no screen. It's basic. It's yeah, basic, it's so which is so basic. Sometimes in so old fashioned in a good way. Right. I'm saying a good right. way. Yeah. You know? It's just, yeah, Man, getting I, back to just that basic sometimes. I really like that, Erin, because sometimes I feel like if I can't go to the gym and do at least a good solid hour, hour and a half, then it's not worth it. Or it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I failed or I didn't do what I should have done that day. But I love that. Just, okay, what can I do that's beneficial for myself and, and what fits into my day? Um, I really, really yeah. like that. Yeah, I, yeah, some of my best, moves, and, yeah. it, and, be, and it and it and um, it, especially if you're not alone, if you're if you're alone, it can be a little meditation time and your alone time between mm -hmm. you and nature. But if you're going with a significant other or your kids, uh, and there's no distractions like phones and screens and head and earpieces, it can become a really great uh, togetherness time and time to just discuss, uh, you know, what what to do for this weekend or what to make for dinner. And and it's amazing when you're stuck together, whether it's a car ride with no distractions or a walk for 10, 15, 20 minutes with no distractions. So many cool subjects come up. Mm -hmm. I, and that's one of my favorite things that, that generally is unplanned. You know, it's hard yeah. to sit down, okay, we're going to have good flam family time right now. <laughs> Everybody's going to be nice. No, if you just go for a walk, it, it will happen. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. All right. And that, that kind of leads to my next little tip here is, you know, avoiding burnout. Mm-hmm. You know what, that's one of the biggest reasons any kind of re- resolutions fail in the first like month because people go all in and then just can't sustain that. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, another one of my big, biggest platforms is, you know, health from the inside out, set up sustainable habits. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with a good old fashioned, like heart pounding workout. Like, you know, I, I used to love those long classes that kickboxing and really get going. Um, but, but have a balance, right? Maybe don't do that every single day. And, you know, there's a time for that. That worked for me in college, but I had to start listening to my body because I started to get a little injured and I couldn't sustain that level of activity. Right. And then, and then what would happen? I was just, I would get burned out. And then weeks would go by and I didn't, I wouldn't do anything. So, um, so don't do too much too fast, right? Again, staying clear on what your motivations are um, and stay, you know, staying detached from external results, right? Don't, don't just be so consumed with, you know, the number on the scale. Um, But again, it just, you know, go slow and start with something that you really, really, really like. You know, make it personal, make it fun. For me, um, we, we were joking about Zumba earlier, but I've always loved dancing. And so I said, okay, let's let's try this. And it was like, it was, I mean, it didn't, it didn't happen right away, but over a few weeks and stuff, I started to feel better and get the energy back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I don't feel like I'm quote unquote working out. It was like a fun social thing, right? Yeah, I love that. I mm-hmm. often say, you know, it shouldn't, feeling good shouldn't be hard you know and mm-hmm. if you're just going out and f- doing something you enjoy anyways fun something that's fun um it just makes it so easy you know and uh and and you feel good about it uh, i want to go back to something you said uh not focusing on external results too much mm-hmm. uh, you, and then you said the number on the scale and uh you know that number on the scale can be a great motivator but if it can also really set you back if that's what you're focusing on because sometimes the scale you know you may think you've had a great day eaten well and and but maybe the scale is reflecting what you were doing two or three days ago and uh, and if that's all you're looking at it can be um it can be quite defeating mm-hmm. Absolutely. And in our culture nowadays, we we want quick results, right? Yeah. <laughs> we want, you know, the microwave society, we want to, you know, start, start working out, and then all of a sudden, you know, start seeing things right away. And that can be really damaging to like, you know, the, the psyche. So think about like, there's so many other amazing benefits. And Dr. Jim, you can probably talk more, you know, from the doctor side about this, but there's so many more met benefits to movement than just fitting into your favorite pair of, you know, jeans that are a smaller size, right? That's oh, yeah. awesome. Everyone loves that. Let's just be real. But de-stressing for me, that's, that's been so, so important um, to get those, those healthy um, endorphins going. You know, in the, in the book, we talk yeah. a lot, a lot about making your own medicines, how movement does that. It, it, it boosts all those feel good, feel good hormones. Um, and so just, you know, the, the stress and the um, just thinking about what else am I getting out of this than just the potential lower of a num- number. Exactly. Right. You know, and the, the, like you said, the, the benefits of exercise are just, they're unending. There are so <laughs> mm-hmm. much. And uh, 
you mentioned the medicines, and a lot of people don't realize that you actually, going back to the video we talked about, it said at the end, don't worry about it, it's just all genetics, right? (laughs) But turns out exercising uh, can have an effect on how your genetics influence your health. Mm. We know that. It's called epigenetics, and uh, that's where your environment um, has an influence on which of your genetics get turned on and which your genes get turned on and whether it helps you health, be healthy or not. And exercise is one of those things that turn on the uh, uh, help turn on the good genes. So uh, even though if it is all genetics, exercise plays a role in, in making sure you're getting the most out of your genetics. So, so uh, well, there's <laughs> another reason to exercise. <laughs> you know, why not? All right. Yeah, and, and Dr. Jim, you know, I, I'm not naturally a, a thin person, right? I have, you know, just a, a thicker structure, and it, it does take work. And, it, you know, I'm not the type of person that can just eat whatever they want and, you know, fit into the, to, to the size that I'm comfortable with. Um, so, but, yes, exa- exactly. Mm-hmm. Your genetics are not your destiny. And we don't want to fall into that, that little, <laughs> you know, um, trap there but let me i'm going to talk about one more my last my last kind of major point is um kind of along those lines is you know making it making it bigger than just you you know um like we talked about in the t5 the uh sharing it with your friends so what's really awesome is this thing called the helper's high so what that means is when you link together with people who have similar needs and similar motivations as you and you have account accountability, not only do you, do, um, you benefit, but they benefit. And in return, you stay motivated. Like there's a saying I love, like the more you give it away, the more you get to keep it for yourself. So like, for instance, um, you know, I'm going to be having a baby here soon. And I've already started connecting with other moms who are due around my time that are in my area. You know, love, I love social, social media for that. We can really, um, you know, get lots of connections. So I know that I'm going to need to have accountability and have things set up to start getting out for, you know, play dates and walks and, you know, uh, baby yoga and all that kind of stuff. But what's awesome about the helpers, helpers high is, you know, I could be feeling really good one day and maybe my friend is having a really, really hard time. And, you know, by me showing up, <laughs> they are, I'm helping somebody else, not just helping myself get healthier. And like, I think that our world just needs more of that kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are, those are good. Uh, that's good, good stuff. I yeah, like I those. Really like I like that. those tips. Um, Hayden, uh, Hayden. <laughs> Aaron, uh, hang on with us. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to look at one of our Instagram questions, our Insta question, which was, what's the best relief for middle-of-the-night earaches? And, uh, man, I've had that, yeah. and I remember that with my kids. Uh, and then we're going to look at nine tips for getting better sleep while pregnant. And Aaron can chime in on those, I'm sure. And uh, as, as, as well as I actually, um, when uh, I knew Aaron was coming on the show and that she was pregnant, I pulled up a bunch of funny pregnancy memes. <laughs> and uh, I found ones that actually translate over pod without actually seeing them. So okay. we're going to go through some of those. All right, we will be right back. Hey everyone, this is Cupid, and I'm just chilling in my crib getting ready for Valentine's Day. Gotta get all those love potion arrows loaded up. Well, since I'm gonna be pretty darn busy until February 14th, and my sister down in Pensacola is expecting her second set of twins, I don't have much time for shopping. 
So I just went online to AskDrSears.com and found some great books from the Sears Parenting Library. There are more than 30 child-rearing titles to choose from, with everything from pregnancy, childbirth, and breastfeeding, to discipline, sleep, anti-aging, and ADD. Yeah, if you're looking for that perfect gift for that new or veteran parent on your list, or just want some sagely advice from Dr. Sears, check out the Sears Parenting Library on AskDrSears.com. Yes, good stuff. If you need a good book for uh, for an expecting mom, mm-hmm. how about uh, check out the Sears Parenting Library on Amazon or just go to AskDrSears.com and you can check out all the books and advice. More than 40 books. Yeah. 50 years, 50 of, years of pediatric advice from my mother and father yeah. and then my myself and a lot of the kids have joined in since mm-hmm. then. But um, Real quick question on that. Erin, which which pregnancy book did mom and dad give you first when they found out you were pregnant? <laughs> oh, um, that, the Healthy Pregnancy book, okay. which is fantastic. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'm, like, I'm almost done with it. I've got like one more. How many pregnancy books left. are there? Is there? There's the there's... main Healthy Pregnancy book. Then we have like little ones, like yeah. the 25 oh, Things Every New Mom Should Know. Yeah, and then yeah, there's I kid ones. One. Yeah, and then there's it, ones for the kids. kids so. so that's cool. Anyways, all right. Before we move on with uh, some all this pregnancy stuff, <laughs> um, we have a, a question from Instagram, uh, an Insta question, and this is the question was, "What's the best relief for middle of the night earaches?" And uh, ouch, oh man, that's that's one of the toughest things. It's three in the morning. Suddenly, you, you hear your your five year old screaming because their ear hurts and they've got a fever, maybe, and you're like, "Oh, you know, what do I do now?" Um, and I I'm. I like this question just because I get this a lot the next morning, you know, mm-hmm. the parent, I was up all night with my child because of an earache. And I go, well, what did you do? Well, I gave him some Tylenol or gave him some Motrin and, and that was it. And that's all they did. And a lot of parents don't realize there's a few other things you can do uh, to at least get through the night for the pain. And um, uh, one of them is a nice warm washcloth, maybe over the, mm. the, the, the ear that hurts. And, um, uh, sometimes I, as a kid, I remember having vividly sitting Ugh, in the doctor's office yeah. with this earache and it seemed like every time I would cry, it made the pain worse. Mm-hmm. So I often try to have the child relax. If you just relax and don't squint and just the squinting movement of crying kind of moves the ear around and it, it makes it hurt. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest pain relief remedies I have are some eardrops. Right, and there used to be this prescription version that it stopped being available for a while, so that's not really around anymore. I used to actually try to have parents have that at home, mm-hmm. ready to go, because you know when it's three in the morning, it's too late to run out to the pharmacy uh, and get some eardrops. But just some sort of oil, mm-hmm. uh, olive oil, uh, garlic oil. We actually, uh, if you look at some of the health food stores, you'll find eardrops made for uh, earaches um, that are either made with garlic oil, and there's one uh, from another brand that's uh, it's a um, homeopathic. Yeah. It's a homeopathic remedy. Uh, but in my opinion, bottom line, it's just putting something oily in the ear is can be so soothing mm-hmm. for uh, a painful ear. Um, Earache, and as long as the ear isn't oozing, you know, if if the ear earache is so bad that the uh, eardrum is perforated, it's going to be oozing. It's going to look like a runny nose, and those actually, uh, it's not that bad. You know, these parents freak out when that happens, but it it um, 
if that's happening, it usually the pain's relieved, relieved anyway, so because the pressure is relieved. So if there's no e- oozing out of the ear, feel free to put. Uh, if you don't have any special eardrops, just put in some a little bit of olive oil from the pantry or corn oil if you don't have olive oil, anything oily, really, Perfect. as long as it's not motor oil. Um, <laughs> put uh, and it, it just the child will go. Ah, oh, that feels so yeah. much better. Um, as a matter of fact, once my wife had an earache and she wanted those prescriptions, give me the prescriptions drops, and I, I was out of them, right? So I pretended I, I got some olive oil. I just kind of put the olive oil, because she's not looking. Yeah. You can't really see when it goes into your ear. And she's like, oh, I love those things. That, felt, that works so well. <laughs> and after that, I was like, oh, I guess the olive oil works just as well as the uh, prescription stuff. So, uh, so those are some of the things you can do for a middle-of-the-night earache. So... Um, Cool. Good. Um, now, uh, do, Matt, do we have a caller? Yes. We have same. another caller. Woohoo! A caller wow. is joining us on the phone along with Aaron. Crazy. Diana, are you there? Hey. hey Hi, Diana. Wow, look at this. Two people on the phone, video on the pod. <laughs> this is technically, we are reaching here. We're here. I think our, our soundboard is maxed out. Is I think it? we maybe have room for one more input yeah. if we needed when, it. You know, our original soundboard was four channel. I said, no, no, that is not going to. What is this now? A 10 or 12? Uh, 12. A 12 channel and we're almost maxed out. Okay, anyways, Diana, welcome to the podcast. Do you have a question? Hi, yes. I'm a 36 week pregnant and oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting close. Um, I had a couple questions about uh, middle of the night issues so i noticed the past couple weeks like i can't lie down flat anymore i need like three pillows at least to keep me semi upright semi sitting to sleep what is the cause of that oh (laughs) yeah right a lot of i remember my when my my kids were getting ready to be born the you know my wife would have to uh start sleeping elevated and there's a couple of reasons for that Uh, one is heartburn i don't know if you're getting any heartburn yet um, but oh, yeah. Th- yeah, that will, um, si- being upright, just, uh, it's kind of like if you think of a soda bottle, uh, your stomach sometimes can act like a soda bottle. If it's on its side, it tends to leak out the side, out the nozzle if it's too low and all that extra pressure that's happening on, on the, on the, uh, on the stomach from the baby, the baby's at this, at 36 weeks, the baby's pretty much taken up mm-hmm. every, all, <laughs> every nook and cranny in your abdomen. And it can put extra pressure on the stomach and cause um, cause the uh, some reflux, heartburn. some some heartburn, and so sleeping upright can help with mm-hmm. that. You know? Yeah, and another big thing uh, for women, especially in their hip and pelvic area, is your joints have, and ligaments has been starting to loosen, especially over the last few weeks. And in doing so, your body your body's not used to supporting that new looseness, and so it just it feels a little different and can feel painful or just uncomfortable, and so. And when you're sleeping, that's often when your body just has more time to feel that discomfort. So using a ton of pillows, I'm sure you're probably doing that already. Um, Little pillows, big pillows. Some moms like just that full-on body pillow. Some moms like little pillows to kind of stick in nooks and crannies. Um, My favorite was the pillow between my knees because my hips just really bothered me. And that's giving support to that sciatic nerve. You know, Um, I I actually sleep with one of those and I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I still do sometimes yeah, as well. I'm a dancer, little, and so I, I often get that hip hip um, pain still. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, definitely. Because I'm a side sleeper, and I like yeah. that way. If my if I have a pillow between, without the pillow, my knees kind of are sitting on top of each other, mm-hmm. and it's you know I either have to twist my back, and but if I have a pillow there, it kind of keeps my back nice and straight, and I can sleep on my side. Yeah. And uh, so. so those are the main those are the main reasons for 
bodily yeah, discomfort yeah. when it, when you're trying to sleep during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you would um, tune into the rest of the podcast, because we're going to be talking about uh, we're going going through an article of nine tips for getting better sleep while pregnant. So that'll be some really great information there. So we won't go into ton detail other than that. Okay. But hey, those are the main it. ones for the physical discomfort Good is deal. the heartburn and then the joint muscle pain. Gotcha. So uh, how, how are you sleeping okay there, Diana? Oh, well, I guess that brings me to question number two, kind of. Huh? I, I pee a lot. Um, ah. I, I would get up at once, at least once a night, but now I'm kind of getting up twice a night. And so I was wondering if that's like a sign of more pressure or is that men's have dropped or... Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, you know, right. Yeah. Actually, women will see a spike in that in that symptom of, of waking up in the middle of the night to have to urinate um, during that eighth month of pregnancy, which the, you're there, you know, 36 weeks. Um, the uh, the although I guess if you do the math, that 36 weeks is the ninth month. Right. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's, you know, even a month before that, the eighth and ninth month, uh, as the baby's starting to drop, it's putting more pressure on the bladder. And uh, yeah, you're the, so there's less space for that bladder to expand and you're going to need to probably empty it before it gets as full as you used to. So um, the nice thing about that is it doesn't last forever. <laughs> it doesn't last baby, forever. Baby is coming and then, then you have a whole s- new set of nighttime challenges. <laughs> And, uh, you know, if there was only a book or two or five or written two about or five. that subject, uh, <laughs> yes, there actually No, you should is. ask Aaron to borrow some of my parents have written some great sleep books for kids and families and helping moms get great sleep. So yeah, there but, is a book called The Baby Sleep Book the baby and sleep. The Nighttime Parenting Book. Oh, nighttime, par- nighttime Parenting was one of the, I think, one of the first yeah, books. Yeah, it's I, one of the probably first ones. first five books, I mm-hmm. think, in the Sears Parenting Library. It's an OG. But, um, well, Diana, thank you for your questions and thanks for calling in and thanks for listening. And good luck yes. with the rest of <laughs> pregnancy and parenthood. And, uh, you know, and 18 years from now, baby's going to go up, be going off to college. And, um, wow, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, a, it's a life. What, what a wonderful journey, you it know, really parenting is. is. And, uh, you know, I, I, when I my, think about back to when my kids were young, uh-huh. uh, you know, my, my daughter's 25 oh now. My gosh, and she's Jim, going, you're so old. All her friends are getting married. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Every time she calls me oh. on the phone, I go, okay, is this where she's going to say her boyfriend asked her to marry her? And, uh, so anyways. So, anyway. All right, Diana. Good luck, Diana. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, that was that was good. Um, so I, I hope you're sleeping good, Aaron. So um, let's get into yeah. let's get into nine tips. Nine for- tips for getting better sleep, and this is an article that from PsychologyToday.com. So uh, just full disclosure, it's like my favorite. It's one of my favorite magazines to read. Oh, okay. I'm not a psychology dork. I know I am. So you're reading that magazine to try to figure out what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> my boyfriend so. might say that. <laughs> Shoot. No, it's a good magazine, it's though. It's a so fantastic let's... magazine. I just love it. I, I just can't get enough of that psychology. Actually, I was a psych major when I first went to college. And recently, I've been yeah. thinking about someday if I go back to college, and I might want to get a degree in psychology. Right. And I was Although saying you, that- You probably got to get your kids through college first. Right. And that's, or that's what go it is. With the, I know. You want to go, go with, with your co- your kids <laughs> so you can be roommates. Attachment and, parenting, yeah, college geez. style. But, you know, I've actually looked through these sleep tips. And there, a, a lot of these are actually good, even if you're not pregnant. If you're a It's 50, true. A lot of them are, if you're a 52-year-old guy that sometimes has, has a hard time 
sleeping, um, I'm going to benefit from some of these too. Yeah. And it's great. So this is talking about specifically when you're pregnant, but so many of these will help moms gear up for after the baby comes. And I like to encourage moms that when they're pregnant to to practice these things so that they're just really easy and accessible. Um, so it's a great article you can pull up. So basically we're going to go through, there's nine, nine like main problems for sleep while you're pregnant. And then we'll talk about some solutions. Okay. So the first one is hip discomfort. And we talked about that a little bit with our last caller, our muscles and ligaments are starting to loosen up to get ready for the baby to come through the pelvic passage and, and all that. So our, our bodies just feel off and odd, <laughs> and especially during sleep. So using pillows is the main ease for that. You can also use, um, you know, like Arnica cream and, and, and things directly on the muscles and joints. Oh, yeah. Uh, asking your partner to massage you. I, you know, Arnica cream, when I first heard about it, I thought it was one of those granola rem- remedies mm-hmm. that, oh, come on, is it really going to work? But I know a lot of plastic surgeons actually use Arnica uh, in, in tissue regeneration mm-hmm. and at, at post-op uh, when you're all bruised and whatnot and trying mm-hmm. to uh, heal. So there's actually something to it. There is, there is. And so, Aaron, have you, ha- what's worked for you with, with like hip discomfort during sleeping anything yeah out of the definitely um first really felt it when i went through like that growth spurt around five or six months mm-hmm. and then now towards the end of course two big things is um a nice nice bath before bed mm-hmm. to relax the muscles and then some yoga yoga poses um so anything that's nice and gentle you know you can look up great there's great resource resources online um cat cow just pelvic tilt mm-hmm. just to keep everything nice and loose and then um child's pose or half half dog about five minutes before bed it really kind of sets those hips into good alignment oh, i like that dig it um, dig and it. you know if you're going to get a pillow uh um they actually make pillows that fit right between your knees and and they're, they're so nice you mm-hmm. know you spend 10 20 yeah, bucks on amazon and you'll find a really <laughs> cool uh functional pillow for your knees yeah so the next problem is nocturnal trips to the bathroom. <laughs> we, just, we just talked about <laughs> we just that. We just talked yeah, about yeah. that. Um, and I like what the it problem says. is going back to sleep. Right, right? it's going back I to have, the bathroom. I have that same time. <laughs> I'm a light sleeper. Uh-huh. And if there, the other night there was wind. It was super, super windy. And just the, the wind in the windows woke me up at like 3 in the morning. And I, did, I couldn't get back to sleep, mm-hmm. you know? My, and I do the same thing. I still wake up to go to the bathroom. I think actually... From, that started from being pregnant. I never quite got out of the habit of getting up to go to the bathroom. But it, I like it says here, stay in the dark. And actually, once I, I read that, I realized, oh, that's what I do. It's like I try to not open my eyes. I try to like keep them covered because if I mm-hmm. let the light in, it makes me wake up. My body thinks it's morning. Yep. But if I kind of just kind of try to stumble in the dark or just have a light nightlight on, it helps me stay in dark mode and night mode and it helps go back to sleep And that's where you pr- that's where you pray that nobody left the seat up. <laughs> Right, you know, right. so you don't fall into the thing. <laughs> this but is um, true. you know, and that's actually I do the same thing when I if I have to get up in the middle of the night, I uh, don't turn on the lights uh-huh. and I I just sit down. Yeah. I just sit on the toilet and urinate that way. And a manly yeah, sit, a, manly, a, manly a very sit. manly sit. I do not take my phone with me. No lights. <laughs> no lights. Um, or I know the uh, if you're going to have a light, either a night light or just make sure it's a a, a, a red spectrum mm-hmm. light. We know that certain lights wake you up. The blue light that's from the screens or a lot of uh, just regular light house lights have a lot of blue in them. Um, you can actually get light bulbs that are special. And I actually put one in my bathroom. I, I I'm a good friends with Dr. Mike. Bruce, he's a probably one of the world-renowned sleep doc, mm-hmm. sleep specialists. We've had him on the doctor show 
dozens of times. And I saw him at a uh, at a conference. He's like, oh, Jim, I got to give you something. I just came up with this. It's a red spectrum light bulb that you put in the fixture in the bathroom. Oh, and nice. so if a light is going to go on in the middle of the night, we we make sure it's that switch, not the not the big mm-hmm. uh, vanity switches. Uh-huh. And it just kind of a little red, you know, it's not, it doesn't look, it looks like regular light, but it's more on the orangey spectrum uh-huh. and it uh, helps you um, go to uh, stay sleepy. Awesome. Looks great. And also water, right, guys? You want to, of course, it's so important to stay hydrated when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but really try to drink as much as you can in the you know early part and the middle part of the day. Yeah. Yeah, try not I, to drink, you know, a couple hours before bed. I think that, that helps. Yeah, I've got my trusty okay. camp water bottle that I actually, I'll wake up and I f- make sure I fill it up th- when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, it's there. I'll wake up and uh, I just down a bunch of it. And that kind of helps the gut mm-hmm. get going. And then I, mm-hmm. now, that, now that the gut's going, I got something else to do in the morning. <laughs> um, but then uh, that way I don't get to dinner time and go, oh, I didn't really drink much today. I got to really hydrate. You know, after dinner, I'm kind of done hydrating. And, mm-hmm. and that way my bladder's mm-hmm. already empty uh, throughout the night and uh, less waking up. Yeah. The next pro- uh, problem is heartburn. And we talked a little bit about this with Diana. And really, it's two solutions they present is eating smaller meals so that you don't have that overflow of food, and then no bedtime snacks. So I don't, I, you know, I didn't look to see if this person who wrote this article had ever been pregnant. But right? <laughs> oh, my God. I, no. had, I had to eat For before real. I went to bed. I mean, small snack, I get it, I get it, but I had to eat. So I don't heartburn or not. I had to eat a little, but I do think what you eat is important. Something with some good healthy fat and a little protein, not too acidic. What about you, Erin? What are some good definitely meals that you've yeah, done? Yeah, hard boiled like hard boiled egg was really good, or it's like a little bit of like like sliced turkey, um, nuts, mm-hmm. nuts, nuts are really good. Um, yeah, it's nothing too sugary, of course. Mm-hmm. Nothing too sugary or spicy. Yeah, sure. And uh, for me, uh, and a lot of people, it, knowing just listening to your body and paying attention, I don't have heartburn regularly, but mm-hmm. uh, certain things do do it. Tomato. If I have if it's pizza, spaghetti, if I have a lot of tomato sauce, it tends to just uh, get a little bit of heartburn later mm-hmm. on. And uh, so some people it's a, a huge major trigger and some people it isn't. So yeah. just paying attention to what you ate. Uh, and and if you if you have heartburn frequently, first if you're having heartburn frequently, you gotta talk to your doctor because because mm-hmm. there could be some major things going yeah. on. But just but if you do get you it, eat. yeah, prop yourself up using some pillows. Uh, that that would help if you do get it. So the next problem: anxiety over delivery. Um, and really, oh boy, <laughs> that can be a hard one. <laughs> yeah. And some people, it's debilitating. Um, so talking about it with your partner, with a trusted friend or family member, is is really big. Just Getting it out of your head and feeling like you're not sitting with that that anxiety by yourself. Yeah. Um, if if it does get really bad, maybe talking to you might need to talk to a therapist or or something, um, especially your midwife or doctor, and just getting their words of wisdom and their um, reassurance can be really valuable. And then the, the one thing that I think is really important, and, and I see parents doing this all the time, especially around in this area, is uh, you know traditionally the mom's getting birth, and what does the dad do? He's the coach, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but giving birth is a big major thing. It's kind of like going to the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have your team go to the Super Bowl, uh, would you hire a coach that have ne- that has never coached? <laughs> Uh, a football game in his life. Uh-huh. No, that's yeah. that's like most first times dads, <laughs> yeah. right? So why not hire a profession a professional coach? Yes, a doula, 
Um, though these are especially tra- you know that's all they do. They that's coach women through job. childbirth yeah. all the time, which was nice. And we did that when my kids were born, um, and that freed me up to be um, just have. A, I kind of looked at myself as the manager or the mm-hmm. general manager. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of figured out where where the ice machine was. In the hospital, I where the warm towels were, and where the remote for the for the TV. You know, I kind of took care of all those other things around mom, and I was able to be there, and not really worry about oh, which which stage, what kind of breathing you're supposed to be doing right now. I don't know, mm-hmm. I've never done this before, and and having a professional coach will take a lot of the anxiety out of that huge major event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally speak to that just real quick. Uh, after, after our last session, which was a couple weeks ago with the doula, I felt just a lot more at peace. And also the article suggests, um, you know, getting everything out on paper, getting the birth plan out. Of course, you can't totally just plan your birth, right? It's kind of an oxymor- oxymoron. But getting it out of your head, getting your concerns, out, questions, concerns out, just getting your, you know, whatever you, you would like for your birth. That really gave me a sense of peace. Um, but also, since we're talking about sleep, um, trying to do your best to let it go before, before bedtime. Don't, you know, put down the child, put down the birth books before bed. Don't read it right before bed. Cause that yeah. just stimulates the brain. <laughs> yeah. Do another activity, read something different. I, I started crocheting. I'm making a baby blanket. That seriously has been a, a fantastic tool for helping my mind calm down from oh, the anxiety yeah. and get to sleep. <laughs> exactly. That kind of yeah. brings us into the next one. Yeah, the the problem, you just simply can't fall asleep. (laughs) And I mean, I know everybody, not just pregnant people deal with that, but we're talking about pregnant women. So getting, so the solution, tech diet and bedtime stories. I like that term, tech diet. So it's taking- Erin, you said you're crocheting? Uh-huh. I mean, what a wonderful activity to mm-hmm. kind of clear your mind. You're focusing on something that's tedious and, and not very anxiety-producing, pr- like checking mm-hmm. your, your social, social media, media or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, just doing something just that's just, just the, like that and kind of clear your mind. And uh, man, I, yeah. I, I know I would go right to – I, I might take up crocheting. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome. It makes you seriously – within like 10 minutes, I'm, I'm sleepy. Like, I'm and nice. it's also a great exercise. You're kind of practicing a little bit of a Buddhist uh, practice here where with each little stitch, I'm you know just putting an affirmation or a love or a hope for my baby. Oh, yeah. I love that. And it's not just pregnancy. I mean, any, everybody in the family can benefit from uh, 30, even 60 minutes before you go to sleep. Just turn off all the electronics, the television, the smartphone, the tablets, lower the lights. And uh, I, I, uh, I guess I've been guilty of not doing that because oftentimes I'm getting ready for bed. I'm tired. And one of the things I want to do, I need to see – I want to look at tomorrow's schedule in the office. So I usually pull up my office – the stuff on my iPad and I, you know, maybe a, a mom has messaged me, uh, may, might not be urgent, but I'll look at it and suddenly now my mind's going again, thinking, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I, you know, I probably just need to look at that stuff earlier and then just take up crochet. What should I make? I should make something, maybe a beanie. Yeah, or like a scarf. Make the baby some. Make your kids something a little, yeah, scarf is a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of baby clothes, I'm going to I'm gonna interject here a little bit. When I, I mentioned the, the funny baby memes uh-huh. that um, that I found, and this this is the one, um, this is a, a onesie uh, that you'd put on your baby. I should actually get this and send it to uh, Aaron, but the onesie says, 
Um, I only cry when ugly people hold me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so so you know, suddenly the baby's crying. Right, and you're right. like, oh, so it's it's your fault. Let's see what's another one. Um, this is just a mean. Um, it shows mom in labor. During labor, the pain is so great that a woman can almost imagine what a man feels like when he has a fever. But and then this one, um, this shows a, it's a little drawing. But mom uh, with her big pregnant belly and husband comes up to her and asks, "Is that my shirt?" And she says, "Not anymore," because <laughs> yeah, it's all stretched out. Oh, and then how to win an argument. Number one, be pregnant. <laughs> Number two, that's it. You're done. That's it. You're done. That's it. <laughs> and then this last one, um, it's it's a picture of that cartoon of like the the uh, 1940s um, uh, woman factory worker that was making all the planes that you know while while uh, all the men are off at war. Um, so uh, there's a name for that lady, oh, um, Rosie. Rosie. Yeah, 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 Rosie. Rosie the right. Riveter. The yes, Rosie, Rosie the Riveter. The Riveter. Yeah. Wow, you guys are good. Um, I'm so crafty. I make people. <laughs> I make people. Craft. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, well, thanks, okay. so those are, those okay. are my funny pregnant <laughs> memes. So let's just finish up this article. There's just a couple left that are pretty basic, but we'll, we'll talk about them. So the problem, heavy breathing, the solution, lift yourself up. So not everybody experiences this, but it, it is common for some women to experience nasal swelling during pregnancy, making them feel like they just kind of are, are stuffy and, and all that. So just using some pillows to to prop yourself up while you sleep can help with that drainage and not to feel so like it's sitting there um or put a put like a wedge underneath the top of your mattress um can also help and i liked using a neti pot before i went to bed um to just kind of clean out my my sinuses oh that's uh, kind of cool yeah 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 i like that so the next problem too hot and sweaty and then the solution use a bed bedside fan um i started doing that and i actually still use the bedside fan nice. partly for a white noisemaker so yeah. this is probably the one time in a husband's and wife's life that they both agree oh, that the bedroom's too, too hot, hot right yeah. I mean, normally it's ma- you know wife is freezing husband is sweating you can never agree on the the whether windows are gonna be open or closed and the temperature so yeah yay everybody get pregnant then you, then you'll... <laughs> and win all the arguments right <laughs> I love that one. I want that one. Um, and then, uh, so the last one, it, the problem is the brain won't turn off. And we kind of you talked know, about that yeah. a little. Right. So. And I guess it goes on. It says, you know, if it's, if it's severe, get, you know, pro- professional, professional counseling. counseling. But yeah, it's the same thing with everybody. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if you can't fall asleep because your brain just won't turn off, find something that the brain needs to focus on that is just a little mundane and not exciting like mm-hmm. a, a, a just a, a book or i um crocheting mm-hmm. something like that uh that um not checking not checking your social next media. tomorrow's schedule <laughs> and schedule. stuff so so that was nine tips yeah. for getting better sleep while pregnant so that is good stuff yeah. and that is bringing us towards the end of the podcast but before that it is now now time for mom to mom moments so today, since we have our brand new Sears mommy, I am going to invite Aaron Sears to do our mom to mom moment for today. So what have you have what do you have for us, Aaron? Yeah, well I'm gonna keep it really simple, but probably something that most I know women and moms, but probably everybody can relate to a little bit is is the grip of perfectionism mm-hmm. and trying to let letting go of perfectionism. So I just have a few a few 
just encouraging thoughts for all my mom friends out there. Um, trying not to compare your your circumstances to your friends or things we see glamorized on social media. You know, focusing on your strengths. You know, each one of us is a special, is an amazing, beautiful, special human being with unique things. So focus on what really are your your strengths. Um, not getting caught up in all the little tiny details. Um, I know I've like been obsessing about making sure I have like every little, you know, exactly all the right clothes for the baby. You know, that can be just that, that can be decided down the road. I don't need it today. So asking yourself, how important is it? Um, doing the doing the, the next right thing. Does it's progress, not perfection. It doesn't have to be perfect. Focus on one thing out of a time. One thing at a time to um, resist getting caught up in that anxious loop of perfectionism. And of course, staying in gratitude, um, using affirmations, um, knowing that again, you you are enough exactly as you are in this very moment, and using you know a walking, breathing meditation to help really affirm that. Just think of a just a really simple phrase with each breath or each step. To breathe into your mind and body, and to um, just know that that there are a lot of tools to, you know, to get out of that perfectionism. Thank that you. Is good. That is good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Thank and, you so much. And even if you're not expecting, um, you can uh, take that advice. And you know, for me, I'm I'm quite a perfectionist. As, and as a matter of fact, this podcast launched a year later than I would have loved to see just because I was trying to be a perfectionist <laughs> mm-hmm. and trying to find the right sound and you know and yeah and it's still not even close no. to perfect so uh, you know it's so perfectionism really can you know I one of my fr- other friends who does a podcast she said Jim just just start just doing do it. it it's yeah, not yeah <laughs> if you're gonna try to wait, wait till it's perfect it's never gonna happen so so yeah. um so we're, we're here good yes. so thank you Aaron well that is coming to the end of our show today. I'm so glad you guys joined us. I sure hope you learned something, had some fun, and had a few laughs. And um, and thank you so much, Aaron, for being on with us. So it's it's just like I almost got teared up. It's just such a joy to have you. Um, I'm we're Jim and I and Matt and our whole Sears family are just so thrilled for you to start on this journey in just a couple short weeks when your baby comes and it's just going to be this whole new adventure. And we're excited to have you back on the podcast now and then to share your adventures as a brand new mom. So any brand new moms, um, be sure to listen in because Aaron's going to be sharing a lot of great things with us. We're sending you love and peace, Aaron. We love you guys. It's been such such an honor and so fun doing this. Thank you for (laughs) being with us, Aaron. So for you listeners at home, uh, don't forget to follow follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Sears Family Podcast, and on the interwebs, AskDrSears.com podcast. Please like us, follow us, send us questions, and if you like it, tell your friends and share it. Uh, don't forget, we are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and to help you through those ones that aren't quite so joyful. For Aaron Sears, Matt Sears, Hayden Sears, I'm Dr. Jim Sears, and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>